Welcome on what is traditionally called Low Sunday, the second Sunday of Easter. You are very welcome. We have come together in the name of Christ to offer our praise and thanksgiving, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek the forgiveness of our sins, that by the power of the Holy Spirit we may give ourselves to the service of God. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. In your resurrection, O Christ, let heaven and earth rejoice. Alleluia. Blessed are you, Lord God of our salvation. To you be praise and glory forever. As once you ransomed your people from Egypt and led them to freedom in the promised land, so now you have delivered us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your risen Son. May we, the first fruits of your new creation, rejoice in this new day you have made and praise you for your mighty acts. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Our first hymn. Lord's redeeming work is done for Say together the Gloria in excelsis. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. 
Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Collect for the Second Sunday of Easter Almighty Father, you have given your only Son to die for our sins and to rise again for our justification. Grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness that we may always serve you in pureness of living and truth. Through the merits of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Let us come to God in penitence. Christ, our Passover Lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. May the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sins and restore us in his image to the praise and glory of his name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We have our first reading. The reading is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second hymn. Breathe 
Our Gospel reading. Hear the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them, and he said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. The disciples of Jesus were all together in the upper room in Jerusalem, locked in for fear of the authorities. The topic of the conversation would have been the empty tomb and Mary Magdalene being certain she had met Jesus. But everything was confused and in a mess. Their hearts were troubled, muddled, scared. Then, quite unexpectedly, the risen Jesus breaks in, literally passes through the locked door and stands among them and the first thing he says is peace. Shalom in Hebrew. Shalom or salam in Arabic is a common Middle Eastern greeting. But Jesus repeats it a second time later. He means it, really means it. Peace be with you. Peace means all things being right and settled, in order. The opposite of how the disciples were feeling, upset, confused, in a mess, in the midst of chaos. The risen Jesus breaks into their inner storms and says, Peace, it's okay, all is well. God rules, okay? This 
is such an important message in our mess of a world today. Note that Jesus comes into a locked down room, a place they hardly dared leave. They had no idea of the future, no date for an end to all the mess they were in. They hadn't a clue what to do next. We know the feeling. We're in a much better place now than the disciples were, though. We have our scientists and statisticians, and for most of us, our enemy is a virus, not malicious human beings. We turn to our leaders, and they come up with dates to keep us happy, so we dare to plan, even if there are huge dollops of uncertainty, and not before dates. However, for each of us, Jesus is saying, It's okay, God rules. Peace be with you. In the 14th century plague, things were incomparably worse than today. A huge swathe of the population was wiped out. There was, however, at the time, a nun in a Benedictine convent in Norwich who felt the peace of Christ and wrote about it. Julian of Norwich is celebrated for saying... All is well, all is well, all manner of things shall be well. In her book, The Revelation of Divine Love, she has 16 revelations based on the life, sufferings, death and resurrection of Christ. In her 13th revelation, she hears Christ say to her, Behold and see, for by the same might, wisdom and goodness that I have done this, by the same might, wisdom and goodness, I shall make well all that is not well, and thou shalt see it. We might be tempted to think that it would be easy for someone in a convent with space and quiet and away from the pressures of life, but sometimes, and often, it is in the silences that the realities and fears, doubts and despair can afflict us hard. There is no escape from the world in a monastery. Julian discovered the Lord's peace within her, that same peace that can come within all of us, no matter what our situation and personal pressures, if we let the spirit of the risen Christ in. When Jesus says, peace, the second time to the disciples, he adds, As the Father sent me, so I send you. We are sent, called, baptised, sent out. Mission. When we do mission, what is it about? Is it some kind of marketing of the faith, as I am expected to market my books? Is it about accruing church members? One PCC I had to do with were desperate to add members to help balance the books. No, mission is not those things. We promote the good news of Jesus because we want people to know his peace. We go out to share the peace of the risen Christ. Nothing more, nothing less. We want the troubled heart those who are crushed or lost to find God's peace as we have done. We strive to defend the weak and vulnerable. 
to do what we can for those in poverty or lacking opportunities. We seek to integrate those who are left out. That's the gospel we share. How can we not want to spread a message of peace? Some, maybe many, will doubt it when we share. They will not believe us. They will think that we have ulterior motives or all sorts of other things that the world throws up. Thomas doubted it on the first telling. Some will actively reject it. Some even despise us and our message. But we shouldn't be discouraged from sharing. If in the end only one person hears and finds the peace that hitherto they had not had, then all the sharing we have done in our whole lifetime is worthwhile. We've made the difference to one person and that person will be forever grateful to us. And I mean forever. We never forget that the peace we have to share is not our peace but God's. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us affirm our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. We share the peace. The risen Christ came and stood among his disciples and said, Peace be with you. Then were they glad when they saw the Lord. Alleluia. 
The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. We sing our third hymn. In the knowledge that God is here present with us, let us pray. Father, we thank you for the gifts of sight and insight and ask you to be with us in all our looking. Help us always to see with eyes of faith, love and honesty. Open our eyes to see things your way, Lord. We pray for our bishops, priests and deacons and their demanding ministry of love that they may be given all the support, grace and anointing they need. Open our eyes to see things your way, Lord. We pray for the gifts of discernment and integrity amongst all those who govern, advise and lead. Clear away all self-centred ambition to free our leaders to serve. Open our eyes to see things your way, Lord. Whenever we have contact with family, friends, neighbours or colleagues, be there in that communication and remind us of our calling to love one another. Open our eyes to see your things, your way, Lord. We call to mind those whose eyes are wet with tears or tense with pain. Help them to sense your reassuring love, which can bring us through the darkest of valleys. Open our eyes to see things your way, Lord. Jesus is the first fruit of the new and eternal life we are promised in you. We commend to your love 
those who have recently walked through death, into that promise. And thank you for the privilege of knowing them here on earth. Open our eyes to see things your way, Lord. Father, we give you thanks for loving us right through death into new life. And we rejoice in your victory over evil. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. As our Lord taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We sing our final hymn.
the blessing, the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen. May the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.